بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم we continue the explanation of umdatul ahkam the reference on the rulings and we reach the new chapter on al-hayd on menses Chapter on Haid. Haid linguistically means, in Arabic it means, in the language it means as-sayalan, the flow. And in the Shara', in the legal aspect of the meaning, it refers to the flow of natural blood, which is disposed by the womb. in certain specific times when a woman reaches the state of puberty and when she is fit for pregnancy this is the technical or legal meaning of al-hayd And here, one should know that this is created by Allah, this blood is created by Allah, Tabaraka wa ta'ala, most blessed and most high, to nourish the fetus. And secondly, it is ordained on the daughters of Adam since their creation until our times and to the day of resurrection Allah knows best why? because it is a natural blood and that's why you don't find the woman uh, harmed by it even though it's frequent but rather she may be touched by some kind of weakness. Had it been something unnatural, it would have harmed her a lot, because it comes out in large quantities. Thirdly, that it is frequent, and most often it comes every month, and sometimes every two months or three months or four months and then it comes for one entire month and this occurs most common, fourthly, most common duration of hayd, of menses is six or seven days sometimes ten and sometimes fifteen and so on but most common duration is six to seven days. It occurs with the female when she becomes, when she reaches the state of puberty, and it is not, it, 
doesn't occur at an earlier age except very rarely and it has certain characteristics from that is first it is dark intensely dark and second it is thick and dense and thirdly it has an unpleasant smell and that's why in the hadith it is mentioned in Nadam al-Hayd aswad yu'raf the blood of Hayd is aswad black dark known some of the contemporary physicians mentioned that the Hayd blood does not coagulate and if it does it goes very slowly in contrast to the regular blood where it coagulates quickly and that this is because it coagulates before it comes out it it coagulates in the womb first before it comes out now is there a specific age for menstruating two opinions first that it has a beginning and an end and that it begins when the female reaches 10 years of age and whatever occurs before the this age is not considered as menses and that it ends if she completes 50 years of age and whatever occurs whatever occurs after that is not hide even if it continues regularly with hair <coughs> beyond the 50 years of age and even if it carries the same characteristics as the hide blood the second opinion and this is the correct opinion that there is no specific age of duration or an age for menstruating Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in Surah Al-Baqarah chapter 2 verse 222 And they ask you concerning menstruation say it is adha, a harmful thing for both husband and wife to have sexual intercourse during menses and here Allah generalized generalized they ask you about concerning menstruation say that is other harmful 
also in the Sunnah. The Sunnah came with the generalization. And anything that is generalized in the book and or in the Sunnah, then it requires a specific evidence to limit it. And there are examples to this as well. Travel, for example, there is no specific limitation on it. Or there is also, there is no specific distance. Next. Does menstruation have a specific duration time-wise? Two opinions. First opinion, yes, it has. The least being one day and one night. And the most being 15 days. The second opinion, and this is the correct opinion, is that it has no duration, that time limiting it to a certain time, meaning specific duration of time. in terms of the length of time of the period. So the correct opinion that the Haid is a known blood, whenever it is uh, it, it's present, then its rulings are affirmed. And when it's absent, its rulings are Lifted, not affirmed. However, if it persists beyond uh, 15 days, which is the utmost duration in, in accordance with the earlier opinion, then we may say that whatever exceeds the 50 days, then it is istihada, which is the <coughs> persistent bleeding beyond the height duration unless we know that the increase beyond 15 days was due to delay in the menses then in this case we say that the duration all of it is height in this case. And we will talk shortly about the difference between Haid and Istihada. The persistent bleeding and the regular menstruation. Tenth matter, or the next matter, is to mention that uh, Haid is not limited to the daughters of Adam. There are other creatures also who go into menses. Many, many of the creation, like animals, many animals, 
uh, go through menses, especially those who give birth. Now, this is the first type of blood, the hide, the menstruation. The second type of blood is an-nifas, an-nifas, which is post-partum bleeding. And the third, the, the nifas is the postpartum bleeding following the delivery or shortly before the delivery, one day or two days. The third type of blood is the istihada blood. And this is a non-menses distinguished persistent bleeding all or most of the days beyond what is most mostly common periods of menses such that it stops only for a few days. This is the istihada. Non-menses distinguished, persistent bleeding, all or most of the days, beyond what is most common, mostly common, period of menses, such that it stops only for few days. The some scholars considered the blood, the the vessel blood, as a fourth type. And they said that this is not considered to be hide. And they gave an example as the blood of the pregnant woman. They said this is a vessel blood. Because in general, the pregnant woman does not menstruate. And they also considered that the blood which comes from the woman below the age, before the age of nine and after fifty, and it is not like the high blood. They classified this as a fourth type, they called it vessel blood. However, the correct opinion is that this vessel blood if it carries the characteristics of high blood that of menses then it is menses and if it doesn't then it is istihada then it is istihada type 
So there is no need for this fourth classification. Also, they considered a fifth classification, which they called it Al-Mashkuku fi Doubted Blood. And they said that this type refers to that which exceeds the least of the duration of menses, which is one day and one night. And includes that which may return to the woman during her postpartum period after she becomes pure in her postpartum period. They said this is doubtful. But again, the correct opinion that if this agrees with her regular period, then it is hide. And if it doesn't, then it is istihada. So therefore, it boils down that we have only three types of blood. Hide, menstruation, hide blood, nifas, postpartum bleeding, and thirdly, istihada. Thirdly, istihada. Which is the persistent bleeding. Type. Next matter, we should know that hide blood or hide prevents the woman from certain things and obligates upon her certain things. The hide prevents the woman from certain things and yet it obligates upon her other things. First, the things that the hide prevents woman from doing. The hide or the things that the hide prevents, yes, the woman from doing. First, it prevents the woman from doing ritual purification during hide. So if she takes a bath, a ritual bath, before her period is over, then this is not considered as a purification. Secondly, it prevents the wudu for her making wudu. Thirdly, 
prevents her from reciting the Quran according to the majority opinion amongst the scholars. And who considered it analogous to the state of sexual defilement. And they provided evidences, however, either they are or these evidences are authentic but not explicit, or explicit but inauthentic. The second opinion concerning this is that it is permissible for her to read the Quran or recite the Quran while in a state of menses. And this is the choice of Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah who said that there is no explicit and authentic narration to prevent her otherwise. And some took a medium course and said that if she needs to recite, like if she is a teacher or someone who seeks knowledge or a student or someone who knows the Quran by heart and wants to review her memorization or she has the, her regular remembrances during the day then there is no harm upon her in doing so and this latter opinion is the precautionary opinion so if she needs that she may do and this is the opinion of our Sheikh Muhammad bin Salih al-Thaymeen rahimahullah ta'ala the fourth thing that she is prevented from doing is touching the Mus'haf, the copy of the Quran, due to the hadith of Amr bin Hazm, radiallahu ta'ala anhu, none should touch the Quran except the one who is pure. Fifthly, Hayd menses prevents from Tawaf circulating the Kaaba. Is this due to Tahara purity, purity being a condition for tawaf, or is it due to being present in the masjid? The answer is the latter one. It's due for being present in the masjid. Because the Prophet wasallam said to Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anhu, when she had her menses, if Ali mayaf al hajj do all that which the Hajj, the pilgrim, does, illa an bil bayt, except that you shouldn't make tawaf around the house. Sixthly, the menstruating woman is prevented from making salah due to the hadith, isn't it that if she menstruates, does not pray nor fast? 
and this hadith will come in this chapter later inshallah for discussion seventh the menstruating woman is prevented from fasting due to the aforementioned hadith however she makes up the fasting but she does not make up the salah and the wisdom is to ease on her from hardship the hardship of making up the salah eighthly the woman is legally prevented from making atikaf worshipping Allah by having the ritual seclusion in the masjid because she is prevented from staying in the masjid ninthly staying in the masjid ninthly staying in the masjid due to the hadith which we mentioned earlier about the tawaf hadith of Aisha except that you shouldn't make tawaf in the house or around the house, the Kaaba, until you are pure the tenth condition is to have intercourse in her private part because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said وَلَا تَقْرَبُهُنَّ حَتَّى يَطْهُرْنَ and don't approach them in sexual intercourse until they become pure the eleventh matter is divorcing a woman in a state of menses because this this will be to other than her waiting period because also this is an innovation this she will not have a period in this case the regular estimation and the correct estimation for her period, her period for her rather I'm sorry for her waiting period so that we don't mix the period with the waiting period now and it is an innovation and also 12 if she menstruates this will prevent her from calculating her waiting period by months taking by the months as the waiting period Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in Surah Al-Talaq, chapter 65, verse 4. <coughs> and those of your women as have passed the age of monthly courses, for them the Idda prescribed period if you have doubts, it's three months. And for those who have no courses, their waiting period is three months likewise. 
except in the case of death. And also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated with respect to the one whose waiting period is based upon the menstruations, وَالْمُطَلَّقَاتُ يَتَرَبَّصْنَ بِأَنفُسِهِنَّ ثَلَاثَةَ قُرُوءٍ And to the divorced women, they should have their waiting period of three قُرُوءٍ, three menstrual periods. Thirteen. The hide prevents the beginning of the waiting period. So, in this case, she needs to become pure, then begins her idda, her waiting period, after that, with the menses that follows. With the menses that follows. These are the matters which prevent the woman from the menstrual. These are the matters which the hide prevents the woman from doing. Now, the matters which hide obligates upon her to do. First, obligation, if she menstruates, the obligation that her waiting period will be according to her menses. And this will be different, like for example, from that prescribed period following the death of her husband, which is four months and ten days. So therefore here, if she is divorced, then she will be obligated to have her waiting period based upon Hayd. Secondly, Hayd necessitates taking a bath, as will come in the Hadith, in this chapter, the first Hadith. Because the Prophet ﷺ said, Fatima bint Abi Hubaysh in the next hadith or in the first hadith of this chapter then take a bath meaning following her period third it necessitates the establishment of puberty so if she becomes pregnant then this is a sign for her puberty and this is not possible except when there is menses fourth hide necessitates the that the womb is free unoccupied by pregnancy by a load 
these are the matters obligated by Hayd. Now, with respect now to <coughs> situation where women may have persistent bleeding, istihada. First situation, <coughs> istihada occurring to a woman who has her hide for the first time and it continues with it. Here in this case, the woman, if she has if she has a distinction, meaning if the blood is of the type that can be distinguished, so what is distinguished as hide blood, then it is hide. Otherwise, it will be istihada blood. And istihada blood has the opposite characteristics of the hide blood. So, the characteristics of the istihada blood is, first, it is not as dark. Second, it is thin. And thirdly, it doesn't have an unpleasant smell. So therefore, if she has the distinction, then she follows by the distinction and she will find out the hide time and distinguish that from the istihada time. Now, in case she doesn't have the distinction, then she refers to the most often regular period of women related to her from her sisters, mother, relatives, and takes that as reference for her high time to distinguish it from the istihada time. And if she, on the other hand, has a regular period, meaning the hide occurs with her in specific times, then she takes that as reference. And what exceeds that would be istihada. And this applies whether she has a distinction or no. In case her regular period becomes disturbed, her regularly 
her regular timing of the period becomes disturbed, then she goes to distinction. And if she has no distinction, then she refers to the most often duration of the period of her woman, sisters, relatives, etc. The question here is, under this situation of disturbance, where does she start? The answer, she begins from the first day where she had the blood, when she had the blood. For example, if the first time she had the blood was on the 10th of the month, so, the next month, she will have to begin from the 10th and have the 6 or 7 days that are known to be the common. And if she gets the blood on the first day of the month, then she sits from the first day of the next month. And if she forgets when did she have the blood, when did it begin? When did it begin? Then she begins from the first day of the lunar month. For example, she knew that she had defenses in Muharram, the first month of the Islamic calendar. And then she had her istihada. From the time she had her hayd, and she has no distinction and no regular timing. And she says, I don't know, I don't remember that the blood come in the beginning of the month or the middle of the month or the latter part of the month. Here we make it from the beginning of the month, of the lunar month, from way of precaution. Now, the woman in istihada. who has a known regular timing of her period, then when these regular days are finished, then she must take a bath. Then she makes wudu, for each salah. And the one who doesn't have this regular days or she has no distinction, then either she takes the bath at the end of the most common 
hide duration of woman like her from her relatives, etc. And then she makes wudu for each salah, or, or she takes a bath for each salah. But in this case, she combines the Dhuhr and Asr and the Maghrib with the Isha, Maghrib and Isha. So she has the choice. She has the choice. Either she takes a bath at the end of this period, determined by the most common period time of her relative woman, or most of women like her. So for example, if that is six or seven days, then after the seventh day, for example, then she takes the ghusl, and following these days, she will make wudu for each salah. Or, she makes ghusl for each salah. However, in this case, if she chooses this alternative, then she combines between dhuhr and asr, and maghrib and isha. Because this is what the Prophet ﷺ gave the choice to Hamna, bin Jahsh the, do- the sister of Fatima bin Jahsh may Allah be pleased with both of them so with respect again with respect to a woman who has a regular known timing of her period and she is in a state of istihada then when her regular timing is finished she makes the ghusl, in this case obligatory. And then after that, she makes wudu for each salah. This uh, brings the end of this introduction to this subject. And inshallah in the next talk we will uh, begin the hadith, the first hadith under this chapter. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen wa sallallahu ala Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam.